Hey guys, welcome back to the Marketing for Tax Professionals podcast. My name is Emily Roman and this is Jesse Aroyave. I said it with a not with a Spanish accent today. Oh, okay. Uh, Somebody's in well, Italy or something to try or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Try something else, you know? <laughs> and today we're gonna be talking about um, retention strategies for tax pros. And this is such a cool topic because if it works correctly, it's going to actually increase your bottom line uh, at the end of the year. Absolutely. So Jesse, let's talk about about it. What is uh, client retention? Client retention. Uh, I say this a lot to a lot of my tax professionals. Just as it is to uh, just as it is important to acquire a new customer, you want to make sure that you retain your existing ones, and that is huge, especially in the tax industry. Okay. Like because word of mouth and referrals carry so much weight. Yes. You want to do a good job of making sure that your clients are taken care of and then you can leverage your existing clients for more clients. Mm. Um, and so one of the things that I, I make sure that I mention, uh, especially for client retention, is you have a predictable uh, revenue stream, right? Like you know mm. how much money you can potentially be making, at least a, a hypothesis, right? You expect to grow to some degree, but at least have a baseline. Okay, here's what here's what last tax season was like. I expect to improve, but I want to make sure that I, I get all these clients back. So in in that sense, because we, I always come, I'm thinking about like, uh, there's like B2C and B2B, okay. right? So in the B2C space, they're only going to be coming back once a year. Yes, they can. Maybe. You can, right? Yeah. So what kind of retention strategies do you kind of apply there for the people that only come like on a seasonal basis? So, for the business. Yeah, so this is this is key because uh, you want to be able to be in front of them as 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 most you can. Mm -hmm. um, and one of those ways is a very simple way. It's a newsletter, right? You want to be able to share at least something weekly or bi-weekly where you're saying, hey, you know, like here's some of the updates that are happening in the tax industry. Yeah. Uh, what's happened with you? Has anything changed with you? Have you gotten married? Have you moved? Have you, do you have a kid, right? These are some questions that, you know, as you start to segment your list, right? These are like married couples versus individuals. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to be able to kind of speak to those things because they want to know. And if you kind of reinforce yourself as the, the go-to person for these kind of questions, um, they'll, there'll be more loyalty um, in, in that sense. So they'll, they'll come back to you, uh, you know, down the road. So that's one. Yeah. Um, so newsletters on a monthly basis, weekly basis, like how, like, does it matter how often should you, because you mentioned that they have to be top of mind all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if imagine if you help somebody with their taxes in June, yeah. Okay. And taxes, their taxes are done. They don't need an amendment. They don't need any bookkeeping. They're yeah. just an individual taxpayer. Like, what are you going to do? What are you, how are you going to talk to them from then until December? Yeah. What does that, what does that look like? What does the no frequency idea. look yeah. like? What does the timing look like? Right. Yeah. You have to think about these things. And I think, you know, it, it's okay to be in their face through email maybe yeah. once or twice a week. I think that's, I think oh, that's fine. Oh, interesting. So that much? I, I would say so. I would say just because there's a lot of moving parts within the tax industry. There's a lot of uh, different tax laws that are coming out. And so yeah. the more that you're in front of them, you just want to be, when December comes around, that person that says, hey, you know, I've... It's just, just in my dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I, he's mentioned this. He's mentioned this. Or yeah. he's mentioned that. Like now that, you you know, it's top of mind when tax season comes around, you're going to be that person that they that they refer to because you've been able to kind of build that rapport and all those um, those talking points throughout the year, which is which is really important. OK, so then let's let's move into like B2B okay. clients. Like so how do you how do you approach retention strategies there? So for B2B, uh, that's an interesting one because 
obviously you're going to do their taxes you know during tax season yeah um but you can definitely get those on like a monthly retainer right whether if you're doing bookkeeping or yeah. if you're doing tax planning or if you're doing and i know a lot of tax professionals are they have like this cfo package if you will yeah where they're looking at your numbers um and they're not just relying on tax season to you know to help you minimize your taxes right it's yeah. tax planning strategies that they're starting to um introduce and it really depends on how you you position that to those business owners because they need to f see the value in it. So going back to B2C, mm -hmm. could there be like some credit repair situation for consumers too that they could probably do? That's a, that's actually a good point because a lot of tax professionals in the off season, they, they, they're, they're multi-service yeah. to some degree. They'll do yeah. credit repair. Uh, they'll venture out into a couple other things, but to your point and things that we discussed early on, it's the mindset thing. We're not a seasonal business, right? Yeah. It's not just, yeah. it's not tax season finished, let's go to credit repair. Yeah. Right. Let, let's build all of them simultaneously to some degree, but let's not forget, you know, those tax season clients. Um, but there, there's there's a lot of different, uh, there's definitely a lot of crossover when it comes to, to credit repair, things that are financial, right? Insurance, mm, right? Insurance, yeah, like real estate. Like life insurance, things yeah. like that, so. Yeah, 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 I like that, I like that. Um, some of the things that I, when I think about retention, I, and, and just kind of applying some automation into retention strategies is surveys, like yeah. start, like sending surveys to customers, like current customers, past customers, or right after you file uh, for them, like how do they feel and doing this for a variety of reasons, obviously, number one is to kind of like make sure that you did a good job and see if there are any you know room for improvement yeah. but also um be able to capture case studies and testimonials that you can then use to market those and like po publish on social media absolutely and when you're when you're getting that kind of feedback right um one thing that's really cool about the the, the refundo marketing mastery program is we automate a lot of that review process and so if you can imagine kind of play with me here uh, someone comes into your tax office and they mm -hmm. get their taxes done yeah right and then within the software you can indicate okay this person did their taxes or completed the taxes mm. we can we can include an automation that literally two hours after you are done done yeah. with, with that appointment it sends uh, an email or a text message saying hey thank you so much for um, doing your taxes with us we hope you enjoyed your your you know experience with yeah. us can you take a minute to give us a quick review Oh, that's awesome. Right? Now, two things that are beautiful there, right? You're automating the process. You don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. You're leveraging a, a very important persuasion technique, which is reciprocity, right? Yeah. I just helped you. Come help me. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. And now you're getting this this whole bank of uh, of reviews that that Google is now seeing as an indicator, like, hey, this is a good business. This is a business oh, that so people are like going to. Oh, so like a link to. to the Google reviews. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's awesome. So it's that's going dope. directly to your Google reviews, so that impacts there. And we can add, add a little piece of code. We can add it to the website so that it updates in real time. So um, those things are are phenomenal. So using yeah, like leveraging tech as best you can when That's it comes awesome. to awesome. uh, client retention and, and things like the code, that. So you can put some coding on the back end of the website yep. through our through our program, obviously, yep. where, like you said, whenever somebody posts a review, it, it Automat populates. Automatically populates it on the website. Oh, that's dope. 
Yeah. Or so like you don't even have to worry about wasting like you know spending time on no on communicating that stuff. No. But I I would also recommend like if you have someone that is like raving on like on you on like Google reviews, call them back. Say hey, can I record you? Can yeah. we do like a little interview um, on the phone on Zoom? So that way you can have that video content for social media because even if you don't like social media, even if you don't do video, those interviews are super super powerful. If you have them yeah. on social, like just post three of them and. Let that be your feed on Instagram, yeah. and that's it, you know. But like, have that, have that, because it's really powerful. Because I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of tax pros on here that um, that have seen a lot of marketing courses, or you know, platforms, or a software, or something new. What's the one thing that they always have on their homepage? Like 16, 20, 30, 40, 50 yeah. testimonial videos. It's social proof. Just, it's just the social proof of it yeah. all. And people want to be able to see that. How were you able to help somebody in the past? I have the same kind of issue. Here's what we did. Here's that process. And if I feel comfortable with that, hey, that, that makes sense for me. It's a no-brainer for me. That's awesome. So we've already covered some technology. We've covered um, value-added services and education, like, you know, adding other types of services on top of tax uh, mm -hmm. But uh, let's talk about building a community around your brand. Okay. Um, and how do you use that to increase retention in, in your business? Uh, so there's a, there's a couple of ways uh, that you can communicate with your customer to make them a little bit more loyal. Mm -hmm. Now, which is, which is, I think a lot of people do do this do do this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but it's it's not an unsolicited advice no, but okay <laughs> no, no. but something as simple as like a like a holiday greeting right okay you know, july 4th or uh, you know christmas or, or thanksgiving or even a birthday reminder how often do people really yeah. do stuff like that yeah. so again you're trying to build a loyal following of people that that see the value in you see the value in your authenticity of how you approach them because Right, they're they're people too. So how can you connect with them on on more of an emotional level? Yeah. Um, and kind of build off of of things like that or strategies around things like that. I love subscription boxes. Okay. Um, they obviously require that you spend some money on that, but like, it, I think it's dope if you create like a subscription box for your for your business. Yeah. To like send to clients at a specific threshold, yeah. um, invite them into Facebook groups, yeah. and then be able to upsell them into like a financial or wealth coaching situation like uh let's clear your debt in the next six months type of thing challenge in the facebook group and things like that um that built community but also continues to build your thought leadership yeah. in that particular industry yeah and and that's what you want to make sure that you do i mean and part of that part of that retention and making sure it's it's exceptional service yeah like right? yeah how are they treated when they first come in? Yeah. How are they? How many questions did you ask during the interview process when they were doing the tax? Uh, and setting the proper expectations. And setting the proper expectations yeah. because some some don't. And and I'll and I'll see, for instance, like you know, you'll find horror stories where you know a taxpayer will come in, do their taxes, they're, they're expected this amount of refund, and when they're looking at the stuff, they got charged like a thousand dollars for something for for yeah. a tax return, and so like. It puts a bad taste in their mouth. Oh Are they going to share it with their friends? Are they going to talk about that? So, be who be who the people expect you to be. Right, a tax professional that cares about the community that and that follows through that follows through that um, that wants to make sure that they can help you out. Right, and 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 that's the that's the challenge that they want to be able to solve. So so think about that as well. Like in terms of always do good loyalty. business. Like yeah. you can't go wrong if you do good business. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, awesome, awesome. Any closing? comments on this episode 
Uh, closing comments on this is yes, make sure that you uh, focus in on client retention just because it's cheaper than acquiring a new customer. Yeah, it always far, is. Far, far cheaper, right? Yeah. You already have them. It's how how can I change the way I talk to them? How can I change the way I I show them new content or or relate to them, right? Or or think about, you know, making sure that they can they can stick with you. And if you're offering like new services, like don't be afraid to communicate these things to them. Like, hey, like I'm I'm thinking of offering I love customer feedback. Like if you're especially if you're about to produce like a new product or a new service, you can always like send an email out to your email list like, hey, yeah. guys, uh, I'm thinking of launching this thing. What are your thoughts yeah. on? I'd love your feedback on yeah. that. Um, and that gives you a lot more validation and more confidence in launching whatever it is that you want to launch um, and then take it from there. I know that there is uh, there is one student in our marketing mastery program that wants to kind of integrate some wealth and financial literacy programs into her into her business. And one of the best ways for her to actually get that validation, get that confidence, get that boost to actually push you over the edge, because sometimes we are sitting on ideas that we don't execute on because yeah. we don't have the confidence, because we are we're feeling you know doubt on our on ourselves. But how dope would it be if like somebody says replies to that to you and says, "Oh my gosh, like I need this. I would yeah. love to. Uh, I would love to learn more. When are you launching?" That's like that's the thing that you need to actually you know go over you know, go over the edge and actually yeah. jump. So and one one other thing that I wanted to to touch on was kind of a, a reward program, mm. right? Yeah. Specifically when it comes to to referrals, right? Because that that referrals, that, yes. that really focuses on, you know, the, the client's interaction with you and, and them coming back is like, hey, what what's in it for, for and me? And community right? too. Right. Yeah. And so one thing that I, we really like to focus in on is a referral stack, mm. right? So it's not just about and and make sure that it, tax professionals understand the value of a referral offer. So if you're doing twenty five dollars a referral, that that that's good. If you're getting to fifty, then I'm 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 listening now. I'm listening. Yeah, because now you I'm have listening. to make them want to make yeah like to move, be an ambassador you know? for yeah, you, right? Yeah, like yeah. what's gonna what's gonna incentivize them that way? So think about that. If you're giving fifty dollars away for a referral. Right, and you're earning on average two fifty to three hundred. Right, that's a simple W two. Yeah, the more complex ones can cost a lot more. Yeah, but look at the look at the profit margin there, and now you're getting people to work for you. If that person brings in one, which is really cool about this referral stack thing, because you can say, okay, if you do, if you bring me one referral, I'll give you fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. Great. If you bring me five. I'll give you fifty dollars for every referral, and I'll give you a hundred dollar bonus Ooh, for getting me to five. Money. If you do to ten, I'll give you fifty dollars for every ten. Plus, I'll give you an extra two hundred dollar bonus for reaching the, the the ten mark. Right. Love that. So there's a lot of creativity that you can play within a reward or or like a loyalty program, yeah. and, and kind of amplify your reach that way because you're leveraging what you have. These are if you have five hundred customers. Yeah. There's no reason why at the end of you helping them with their taxes that you ask, hey, do you do you know anybody that can benefit from, especially if it's in a niche? Because if that's a teacher or a dentist, they, they say, know hey, other people. Do you know, that do you know another dentist yeah. that could take advantage of a lot yeah. of things that I know that most tax pros don't know? Yeah. Again, you're leveraging that persuasion technique. If you've done your job right at the beginning, they're going to be so willing to want to help you and find, hey, I know these three guys. Let me send you their information. Very powerful stuff. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to this uh, this week's episode. 
I'm cl I'm doing the closing because Emily didn't want to do the closing. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed uh, a lot of what we were talking about client retention. It's a huge part of your business and uh, things that we want to discuss more moving forward. And how about the Facebook group? And the Facebook group. <laughs> Join our Facebook group. We have a lot of a lot of ton of a lot of ton. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun. Okay. Actually. Be honest, like we are just starting this Facebook group over yeah. and we already have a couple like 20 something yeah. people in there. Um, so we would love to have you guys join. We'll probably have more by the time you actually watch this video. Um, but we are planning on hosting workshops and some really like have just, free guides, resources, yes, you know, some really valuable resources. to the point of like, you know, your your expertise when it comes to cold outreach, we can probably do like, hey, what are the like, like steal our, you know, top 10 hooks yeah. for a subject or yeah. the beginnings of, uh, of a cold. There's tons. Channel. I mean, we already have tons of resources already. Um, so uh, just join our Facebook group. Uh, we have and also follow on social media because uh, we're we're doing some cool stuff there, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. just do stuff in the description and box. thank you guys for being part of the journey where's the camera thank you guys for being <laughs> part of the journey we love you guys uh we appreciate you guys listening and we hope that you find this valuable because again it's all about making sure you guys understand the different things within this marketing beast of a realm uh to kind of simplify it and make it manageable and effective. succinct and effective for you thank you yeah.